G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. In our last podcast, we looked at the Day of Atonement, as told to us from Leviticus chapter 16, verses 1 to 10, and we left it at a question. What does all that mean for us today, some three and a half thousand years later? And we start with another question. Why is there a need for atonement? Let's go back to the very beginning. We see in the creation story from Genesis that Almighty God created the universe and all that is within it, including planet Earth. Upon this Earth, God has created countless species of animals, fish, birds, and everything in between. Did you know there are over 400,000 different species of plants? all formed with an utterance by God. Even more wondrous, though, is that God created humanity in his own likeness and image. You and I, no two humans in all of history are completely the same, despite outward appearances. Every day, each of us produces 200 billion new red blood cells, and our blood travels 12,000 miles within our body. The total length of all the nerves in your body is 47 miles. There is enough DNA in your body alone that if decompressed, it would wrap around the diameter of our solar system twice. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Did you feel that last incoming brain impulse? It was travelling at a speed of about 250 miles an hour. Incredible! That's you and I! Wow! There we are. In the beginning, God and humanity were in an intimate and dynamic relationship. There was an innate intimacy between God and humanity. However, shortly after their creation, humanity disobeyed God's clear command. Humanity said, You know what, God, I love you, but I think my way is best, so I'm just going to go and do that. Humanity went ahead with their own way, in an act of disobedience, sinned against Almighty God. You can read about that in Genesis chapter 3. The relationship was broken, and afterwards there was nothing humanity could do about it in order to restore that relationship between God and humanity. That is the story of this broken world, a world which is in a mess. Even a cursory look around will tell you that. God could have just said, Ah, well, I'll just leave them to it. But he didn't do that because he's a God of love. God himself needed to intervene so that humanity could choose to return to being in an active, dynamic, and intimate relationship with God. The Old Testament traces that journey, and that is where we are with the story before us with Moses, Aaron, and the people of ancient Israel. One principle of reading the Bible, as I'm sure you are aware, is to let the Bible interpret the Bible. Bearing that in mind, Hebrews 9 and 10 are the best commentary on Leviticus chapter 16. In there, we see that Jesus Christ is our scapegoat and has taken the immense burden of our sins on himself. It is no coincidence, therefore, that Jesus died outside the city, as the writer points out in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. 
Aaron was a type of servant king, as we saw, but Jesus was the ultimate servant king. Aaron, as chief priest, offered sacrifices for the cleansing of sin, including his own disobediences, his own sin. But Jesus Christ himself was both the sacrifice and the chief priest. Jesus Christ, who was sinless and had led a perfect life of complete obedience to God, became sin. Why would Jesus Christ, fully God and fully human, become sin? For the answer to that, you'll have to come back tomorrow for the next podcast. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.